This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents community call was hosted on Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Good morning, everyone. Happy holidays to all. Hope everyone is having a good one as we enter into the holidays coming up. And I just wanted to remind everyone, uh, go ahead and raise your hands if you have questions on anything tech related. Make sure that you allow the same respect to anyone else in answering their question that you would want for your question. We're going to try and get through everyone's first hands first. And then if we get through everyone, we can take second hands and uh, go for second questions. Also, I wanted to remind everybody that if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, something you'd like to suggest, maybe something for the education series or anything else, that's how you would get a hold of us, unmute at gmail or unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Michael, you want to talk about some up coming information we have in the podcast feed and we have a few other announcements yeah i feel like the first 10 minutes is going to be filled with announcements probably not but it's a great opportunity for you to raise your hand for your question to be addressed in this unmute present segment uh so two things that i want to mention number one uh we will have a special guest coming on january 10th uh, we have reached out to the RAS Mobility team, and the RAS Mobility team is going to come and talk about the um, Mini Vision 2 phone. So people have asked about that, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to share more information about that in the near future, and you'll be able to hear that again on January 10th is when you can hear more information about that, and I do apologize about the dog. Uh, and then secondly, um, we've been publishing a lot of content. We did warn y'all that we would be publishing some more content to the unmute present uh, podcast feed that comes up when you do a search for unmute present on your favorite podcast app. Uh, so I'm going to give you a quick recap of some of the content that we've posted going from uh, well Sunday, which is the most recent to last Tuesday. On Sunday, we posted a one minute and seven second audio. It is Marty just showing you how to restart your phone with Siri in iOS 16 or greater. So you want to definitely give that a listen if you haven't yet people seem to really like that one uh the second one that we published was on thursday and it was mike it was with michael doys marty and myself and we sat down and talked uh for about 15 minutes of ios 16 uh if you're or ios 16.2 if you're curious about what that entails and what type of things are being released with ios 16.2 again this is specifically for the iphone then go give that a listen and then last tuesday marty kind of hinted at it but if you missed it there was a replay of the education event that was posted to the podcast feed that is the um taking pictures from a blind person perspective. Now, I have been asked a little bit of questions. Hey, hey, Michael, I'm, I'm confused. Why are there two different ways I can subscribe to the podcast? Let me clarify that. These Tuesday calls that we are on right now are the only thing that are published to ACB community podcast feed. 
If you search for if you search for Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app, you'll find Unmute Presents on ACB Community, and that's where the additional content is being published. Speaking of additional content, Marty, you want to let people know what they'll be able to hear on Thursday? Sure. So on Thursday, we are going to be dropping Sunday edition into our podcast feed. We were invited onto Sunday edition by Anthony. Uh, this particular episode that we were on is the second hour, and it was just recorded. There was no live stream of it this past Sunday due to the holiday schedule and Anthony uh, not being around. I believe he's out of town right now. So we recorded it and then dropped it into the Sunday edition feed, and we're going to redrop it into our feed this Thursday. So if you missed that, it's about an hour long, uh, our section, which is the second half. And uh, it was uh, really good. We had a good time. It was fun. We got into the weeds on a few different things. So look for that. And one thing you guys always hear about technology about us, what I really appreciated from Anthony, who is not only out of the country, but out of the continent, uh, is the fact that he, he brought it to a more personal level. So if you want to know Marty and myself on a more personal level, you'll definitely want to give that a listen. It's also available in the Sunday edition podcast feed. So much content out there. What are we going to do with ourselves? Hey, Kayla, do we have any hands? Yes, sir. First up is Herbie. Hello, Herbie. You may unmute. <laughs> My switches. There that we helps. go. All right. So this is a rarity that I actually have a Windows question. Um, but it's actually not for me. It's some situation. So I was helping somebody a couple weeks ago, and they were trying to install NVDA on a new computer. And so uh, they were having some sighted help, and I don't think this matters, though. But uh, they could download NVDA, but they could not run it. And I guess this is a known issue or whatever, but... I'm just wondering if anybody has any, if you have any ideas on things to have them try. I thought about, you know, a couple of things like, you know, disabling like the user security, you know, like that, making mm -hmm. sure, but there's no option to allow NVDA through the firewall. And what, what error did they get when you said they couldn't run it or was it just not coming up? It was just not coming up from what I understand. Is this a new computer? And run as admin. I tried that. I had them try that. And yes, it was a new computer. So we know um, that the specs are definitely qualifying for running NVIDIA. Yes. And um, I, uh, yeah, I believe they are. They could, and they could successfully, like, I know they downloaded another web browser with no problems and ran it, but it was just like NVIDIA. I think it would take them through, like, the, set, the person through the setup process and then it would just. Ah, so the setup the setup file would run, but it's not actually installing in right. So here's what I would try in that instance, because that makes it a, a, a little different. The way I was understanding your question yeah. was the setup file wouldn't even run. Um, I, I, I was unclear on that myself yeah. first when they were helped, because you know how some sighted uh -huh. people are yeah. explaining. Yeah, I get it. So um, what it would be worth trying, and I don't know if you tried this with them, is make, what I do is I put, I have a C clone backslash portable, and I just make a folder called portable and try to install a portable version of NVDA and see if that works. Okay, so C colon backslash portable. You have to make the folder first. Make, yeah, make the folder first and then put the portable copy of NVDA in there. 
Yep. And, and see, see if, if that, that runs. runs. And then and then add a shortcut to the NVDA.exe to the desktop. And then it works like the regular NVDA. But if they ever switch computers, all they have to do is copy that folder to a thumb drive. And then their settings stay the same. All right. Sounds good. I will have them try that. Thanks, Herbie. Who is next, Kayla? Beth is up next. Hey, Beth. How you doing? You'll need to unmute Beth. Um, would you like to move to Jewel and then we'll come back to Beth sure. after? Yeah, Jewel's... let's do that. Hey, Jewel, okay. how's it going? Hi. So I hope you all are doing great. Um, I have a question that you may or may not be able to answer. Um, so I have heard a lot about this new chat GBT from OpenAI. Um, are you all at all familiar with that? Yes, yes. ma'am. Okay, so I did try it out, and I found with VoiceOver, um, and this is on the Safari browser, it is having trouble reading the responses unless I add a new prompt, and then it'll read the last response. Are you seeing that all? So first of all, I don't use ChatGPT from my phone. Uh, It is something that I use for, I'm assuming you're using from the phone, right? Yes. What I think is happening, and you see this on the desktop, but you don't necessarily, I would assume you wouldn't necessarily see it on the lap, on on the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. ChatGPT doesn't just drop an answer to you. ChatGPT mm-hmm. represents that it is typing the answer to you. So it will show right. partial answers. And I think Safari may not be refreshing that as ChatGPT oh. refreshes it. Because, for example, I asked a question uh, and it started typing a response to me. And it took probably a minute for the entire response to come through mm-hmm. because it has to, what's what's really happening is it's obviously not typing it, but because it is processing so many requests from other individuals, it's got a slow delay on the response time for the right. actual request. So, One thing also on, I'm not sure about Windows, but on the Mac platform, they actually do have a toolbar uh, utility where you can load uh, ChatGPT up into the toolbar, and then you just click it and don't ask tell the me question. That, Marty. Yeah, you need to know this because it's good for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> So it'll run more locally that way. So uh, if you're a Mac user, then that might be something to try out. I'm not. I'm I'm PC for a laptop. Yeah. Um, So is there a way to get the phone to refresh that or should I just not try to use ChatGPT for my phone? I wouldn't do it from your phone, huh? honestly, personally. I would use a computer. Or okay. at, at this point, I mean, it is very possible that there is an app in the App Store that will let there you interface are. with ChatGPT How- directly. There so, are. However, yeah. they are subscription-based. They're like five Of course they are. Week. And ChatGPT will become subscription-based probably right. in the next quarter. So This is why right. they give it to you free, so they can get everybody sucked into it, and then mm-hmm. everybody yeah. wants it, and then they can go, oh, we're glad everyone enjoyed the free version. Now, if you want to continue using it, <laughs> it's the paid version. But I think $5 a week is a little expensive. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Um, but I don't think they're really going to be doing Is it really $5 a week or a month? For the app- app- App Just developers app. are are capitalizing on it and charging yeah. anywhere between five to, uh, you know, more per week instead of per yeah. week. That's insane. So, I was well, like, make your nope, money while you can. That. So, all right, cool. So I'll just make Thanks, sure Jewel. Have a great holiday. Um, all right, real you quick, too. Before we go to the next question, if we have time without any questions, we will tell you more about this chat GPT, how cool. I'm using it, and why I love it so much. So just want to let people know that. Let's check in with Clubhouse and see what, if we have any hands over there. I have been checking, but we are good. I'm just going to check one more time. Um, yeah. 
We do All not right. have any raised hands, so get those right, hands up. <laughs> Kayla, let's go for Beth. I believe uh, she's on mute yep. now. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, my phone was just being stubborn, but anyway. That's okay. Um, How you doing, Beth? I'm doing good. Um, I was going to ask about bi- Bible trivia. There's There was an app, Daily Bible Trivia, and I tried to download it. All it said was direct touch area, but I couldn't uh, either turn it off or turn it on. I couldn't do anything with the app, and so I deleted it. But Unfortunately, I like that to... probably means it's not accessible with voiceover is what I'm assuming. Oh, shoot. Um, is there a way I can maybe uh, contact the um, developer or anything? Yeah, when you go back into the App Store and you go to the app itself, so you would want to go back to that app in the App Store. And then if you scroll down a little, you'll see there'll be some developer information. A lot of times they'll mm-hmm. either give you the developer's website or a developer's email, and you can contact them there. The other thing that you could do is make a comment on their uh, app page there. And a lot of times the developer will comment back back in the page, but uh, I would first try contacting them either through email or on their website mm-hmm. if they give you a way to look for that. And a lot of times the, uh, the developer will be understanding and they'll try and uh, add the voiceover utility stuff to their app so that people can use it. Just all depends. It's just going to be a little bit of footwork on your end to right. see. In the meantime, I would suggest seeing if there's another app or similar app that would do yeah. something similar to what you're looking for that does work with voiceover. Yeah, because I um I know blindfold games, but they have nothing pertaining to Bible, and I kind of want something pertaining to the Bible. But I will I will contact the um, developer. But but when I couldn't um, unmute before, my phone wasn't doing anything. It like you know it kind of acted like just say if the battery was completely dead, it didn't want to didn't speak, it didn't um, let me unmute. I wonder why it gets that way. Is it just because it, Are you on an <laughs> iPhone SE by chance? I'm on iPhone. I I'm on iOS 16, iPhone no. 8. Oh, an iPhone 8. Okay, okay. Just, just I would restart yeah. your phone. That might help. Okay, if that ever happens. Okay, okay. Thanks. Yep. Have a great holiday, Beth. Thanks. Have a merry Christmas. All right. Who do we have le- next, Kayla? Next, we have Jane. Hey, Jane. How you doing? Happy holidays. Sorry. Hello. Um. Quickly for, I guess, an educational series. Uh, can you, can we do one on, um, well, is it voiceover scripting? Something to do with, cause I know, I mean, there's a whole lot more to voiceover than just, well, on the Mac at least, to than just, um, well, tell, telling you everything you could script a lot of uh, things and also, I guess, pertaining to voiceover hotspots to monitor said yep. things. And I was wondering if there was a, if perhaps we can do an educational. I have an idea of a couple of people to reach out to about that. That would be a good thing, Jane. So you're looking for like more of the advanced Mac voiceover tips for like uh, being able to use hotspots or using Apple script to interact with voiceover and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, well, now that shortcuts are here, uh, that too, um, because I know that uh, I know about the keyboard commander, but that's all I know. And there's, yeah. A whole lot more than just 
Well, we can definitely do something like that if we can get it together and facilitate it and do all that. We're definitely taking uh, suggestions from people on topics. I would say email us. You can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's anybody. I mean, if people have suggestions they want for the education series, uh, definitely email us. And if we can put it together and facilitate it, we definitely will do that. Uh, suggestions are great. Um, so we'll definitely, you know, take any suggestions into consideration so. and drop drop us an email jane because one of us will forget so if you could do that then i'll add it to my to-do list and and try to get someone to because so, we've talked about doing a shortcut series so so we can definitely look into that thanks jane have a great holiday all right uh and next is william hey william happy holidays how's it going hey uh doing just fine i uh, hope you guys are doing well hope everyone's doing well so my question is, I have an iPhone SE, and on the voice memos app, when I go to record, how do I delete the recordings that I have already recorded? Do I go into the app and then... Yeah, with voice memos, everything is inside of the app itself. So when okay. you open up the app, you're going to see a list of all the recordings that you've done there in a list. So from top to bottom, basically, and uh, you can delete anything you want out of that list. And you would do that the same way as anything else in the list. You could flick up, you know, if you're using voiceover and just look for delete and you can just delete it if you want. Okay, and perfect. And if you wanted to you save, quick, here's a quick tip. Also, yes. are you are, if you're using it on a are you using it on a computer or are you using it on like an iPhone or an iPad? Um, I'm using I I'm using it on my iPhone. Okay, yeah, that's how you would do it. Just go into the list view there, and then you can just uh, use VoiceOver to flick up, and you'll get the option to delete, and you just can go through and delete whatever uh, ones you don't want to save anymore. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And Happy William, holidays, just so you know, it is yes. actually faster in this instance to flick down because of the way that the rotor actions are supported, uh, flicking okay. down twice will take you to delete. There's also an edit button in the top right hand corner that will allow you to bulk select um, voice messages and then delete becomes available on the toolbar at the bottom of the screen. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm just new to technology and I'm just um, as you come across stuff, bring them yes. and we'll uh, try to answer your questions or you can send us an email and we'll try and answer your question over email. Perfect. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Yep. Merry Christmas. Yep. You too. Have a good one. All right, Kayla. Would you like to check in with Clubhouse? Chanel, how are we doing? We in Clubhouse? are good over here. There are people in our audience, but no questions. All righty then. So right. back to you, Kayla. So we'll go to Cindy next. Hey, Cindy. Hello, um, I I bought the the headphones from the Washington uh, convention, and I got the cord that because mine didn't fit when it fits. But now my problem is, how do you turn the headphones off? <laughs> how do you turn them off? Yeah, because the the power yeah. button doesn't work on that for that. Um, you press and hold the power button for four seconds and it should say power off. That's the middle button between the volume up and volume down. Oh, Are you saying that doesn't work? Well, I didn't try holding it. Um, yep. We, we had press to and hold it for off, about four we seconds. Turn off, uh, um, we, did, <laughs> we had to turn off, um, yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah, Bluetooth to get it to shut off. 
<laughs> yep, press and hold it for about four seconds, and that should power it off, and you should get audio feedback related to that. In addition, if for some reason you need to put the Tribit Quiet Plus noise cancellation headsets back into pairing mode, press and hold that same power button. It, you'll hear it say power on. Continue holding it, and that'll force it to go back into pairing mode so you can pair it with another device. Oh, okay. Thank you. No problem. And then send you one last tip that switch on there. A lot of people think that is the power switch. That is actually the switch to enable or disable noise cancellation. Oh, which switch? Oh, the one where the blue light is? Uh, oh. I'm not sure if it has a blue light, but it's the only switch on the headset. Do those have uh, transparency mode as well or only no. noise canceling? Only noise cancellation. Oh, okay. Thank you. I hope you. that helps, Cindy. Thank you. It does. Uh, all right, have who do we got holiday, next? Everybody. Yeah, you too. Have a great holiday, Kayla. You too. Up next, we have Rantu. Rantu, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Happy holidays. It's uh, happy holidays to you. I'm a, a list maker. That's how I navigate my day. And um, I've been looking for an app that that works like um, the way I take, I make a list for the day, and then I check them off when I'm done. And um, I found one app that was called uh, To Do, and it's not it's not uh, working. It's not the way I want it. Uh, is there a, another? Are you app? first of all a couple of questions for you, Rantu? One is: Are you on an iPhone or an iPad, or what are you using to make lists on? A PC computer. What was that, Rantu? A PC, a PC computer. PC oh, okay. computer. Okay, uh, I would suggest maybe Microsoft, uh, they have a to-do list, and also there's Todoist, which is something Michael uses a lot. Are you familiar with Todoist on Windows, Michael? So, Rantu, let me ask you yeah. a question. Um, when you said you tried an app called To-Do, was it from Microsoft, do you know? It was uh, from the Play Store. From the Play Store on your phone? No, I'm from the computer. Okay, so on the Microsoft Store. Okay, so what I would do is I would look up Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. It's like to do, but it's spelt differently. If that's not the one... Go ahead. T-O-D-O-I-S-T. Yep, it's like to-do list minus the L. So T-O-D-O-I-S-T. That's the one that I use on Windows fairly regularly. Um, and it will let you sort your tasks so you can only see things that are specifically due today, or you can create different projects and add tasks to those projects. So you can go in and be like, oh, I have this and this and this to do for Unmute Present, so I can work on getting those tasks completed. Uh, I do like the flexibility of the way that it works. And if I remember right, Ron, too, you're on Android, and it will work with your Android phone as well. Okay. And I get that at uh, at the window at the Microsoft. Yep, yep. You can get it from the Microsoft Store or simply just go to Todoist t o d o i s t dot com. Okay, thank you. No problem. Give that a try and let us know how if that works better for your uh, task management needs. Okay. Okay, thank you. No problem, Ron. Too. Thanks for your question. All right. Up next, we have Charlie. Hey, Charlie. How you doing? Happy holidays. All right, Charlie is still um, muted, so we'll check back with in with him, and we'll go to Pam. Hey, Pam, how you doing? Hello. Happy holidays. Well, I think I'm doing well, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whichever holiday you all the celebrate. things. Happy all the and things. Even, and even for those who don't uh, 
stay warm. <laughs> Definitely. What can we do for you, uh, yeah. Pam? Okay. I have a question, uh, a suggestion for an educational topic to cover at some point. Uh, the Speaking of shortcuts, the shortcuts app on iOS, I have never had good luck using it. I have not found a good tutorial on it. It all goes, well, it goes right above the heads of most lay people, the, what little info I have found, and I have not had good luck using it. So those who know how to use it, I would love some tips. We uh, are definitely working on putting together shortcuts. It's a popular thing that a lot of people have requested. So we are working on putting something together. Uh, right. Michael, do you have anything else you want to drop in about that? Nope. I appreciate that feedback, Pam. That just justifies some of the the internal pondering that I've had of my own. So we will definitely work on getting some some shortcut stuff together. So. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one having problems with it. I was beginning to think I was simply an nope. idiot. No, no, no. Now, now there are some very creative people in the community, not going to shout out any names, but he knows who he is, who have done some great things for uh, shortcuts on iOS and and, uh, using shortcuts. So we'll see if we can reach out to him and uh, a couple other people to to make that happen because shortcuts. I would imagine I know who it is. I will I will try doing that. Thanks. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Thanks. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. Right. Charlie is up next. <laughs> All right, Charlie, how you doing? Happy holidays. Hello. What can we do for you today? Hello, happy holidays to you guys. I would Thank like you. to know if you guys have a newsletter that we can subscribe to. Not yet. Uh, actually, Marty, we do. We okay, we have. We do. If you go to unmute.show, there's a form that you can fill out to subscribe to get updates on the Unmute Presents calls. Unmute.show.com? Yes, sir. Nope, just unmute.show. Or if you okay. go back... If you go back to the ACB community call email list, there's a link to the page right there as well. All right. Thank you so much. Have no a happy holidays and happy new years. Yep. You, you too. too. Thank you. Do we want to check in with Clubhouse real quick? Chanel? There are no hands. All right, Kayla. All right, Heidi, you're up next. Hey, Heidi, how you doing? Well, I think that my uh, Zoom updates actually went through because it's showing my name now. Yay. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, I have uh, two quick questions for you. Uh, okay. One in regards to, uh, I have an iPhone. I'm wondering if there's just a quick, easy way for me to be able to add different occurrences, like on the ACB newsletter, when I want to put different um, Zoom meetings into like a reoccurring calendar event. Is there an easy way to do that? I've been trying to figure this out for weeks now, and I just cannot seem to manage to to throw something quick and easy onto a calendar event. Well, I actually use a third-party app called Fantastical, which is a really great app, and inputting the information is really easy. It's just you can either type it straight out onto one line. So, for example, you can say Unmute Presents Tuesday at 1 p.m. You can either just dictate that out or say that uh, into the line, and then you just add the event, and it will just do everything else for you. Once you've done that, you go to the event itself on the calendar. So, say, like, you made it for today, you would look at today, you would go to the event, you would click on it and open it up. And then in there, you have some options to recur it for every week, every month, every year, whatever you want. And so you can create one event with all of the details, alerts, all of that stuff. And then you can set how often you want to have it reoccurring if that's something you want to do. I love So 
Is there, is there any way to do it on the actual built-in calendar? Because I live by the calendar on my phone, and I just, for whatever reason, cannot seem to get the ACV uh, media events to reoccur unless I manually, and it's just a little more time-consuming than I'd like. So in the default calendar, um, there yeah. sh- you should find a reoccurring option if you hit the edit button in the top right corner of the event. And are you not finding that, or did you not know to tap the edit button? Well, no, I, I can do it. And I'm just wondering if there's a quicker, shorter way to do it directly from the email, ACB emails. Ah, if there's no. any way to do it direct. Oh, there isn't. Okay, no, well, then no, I've been be- racking my brain for zero reasons. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, it, w- it would be nice if there and the technological capability of this would be a little bit too much for a daily email. Uh, right. But and. And as Chanel said in the chat that the Zoom links do change from time to time. Right. Um, but, right. but yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I really like Fantastical though. If you haven't checked it out yet, especially for adding events, I, I might look into that. I might, I might see if that um, works and out for how I want it to work. One so. thing I will say is a lot of people use it strictly for the input value mm-hmm. of it because it's so easy and editing everything. And mm-hmm. as long as you're logged into your iCloud calendar or you know uh, iCloud on your device and you have Fantastical logged into that as well, then you can use Fantastical for your inputting and Uh adjusting, but then it also syncs to your actual iCalendar app and then you'll have all that stuff there. So you can set it for reoccurring for whatever event through Fantastical and it will also then do it in your uh, Apple Calendar app as well. You said iCalendar, Marty. I love Um, it. So one more quick streamlining question, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this. I've been an iPhone user for years, and I'm recently blind, so I'm readjusting to voiceover and navigating Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, So my question is, and I'm pretty sure that this is still not the case, is there any way to transition one Apple ID to another ID, or do they still have that locked down? As far as I know, they still have it locked down. What are you trying yeah. to do? Are you trying well, to like combine contacts or something like that into one yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, because I, I I've gone recently. Um, I lost employment due to blindness um, with the corporation I was working with for years and years, and that's where my Apple ID resides. And of course, I have no access to that corporate email any longer. So I have another Apple ID, but most of the contact information I have is on this old work ID since I used it for 20 plus years. So I'm trying to just figure out instead of having to manually consolidate, I kind of figured that was going to be the case though. One one thing I can suggest, I'm not guaranteed that this would work, but you could go onto one account and you could Mm -hmm. back up your, your contacts and then it will download to your computer and then you could import those contacts into the other uh, account that you have. So you are able to back up all of your contacts. Okay. I just don't know how messy that's going to get. It it actually shouldn't be that messy. That's the way that I recommend people doing it is um, if you're using voiceover and if you still have the contacts on your phone, that makes it even easier, even though they're in a different Apple ID. You can go to the main menu, flick down on the the list of contacts that's associated with the work ID, and there's an Mm -hmm. option to export. When you export that, just email it to yourself, to your personal Mm -hmm. email, and then you have a copy in your email. Then open that email in the mail app, double tap on the attachment, and there'll be an option to enter import all of the contacts and then you can choose what list to import them to. Well, and then hello, when you go in, and okay. when you go into the contacts also on iOS, uh, they've made it now so you can make groups, edit groups, do all the group They're stuff on the iDevice. Right. 
Right. Okay. That's actually, that's a really great idea. I thought about doing the whole importing, but I'm like, geez, last time I had to do this was years ago. And it was just, it was a yeah. nightmare. It was it's really messy. Shoot us okay. an email if you have any more questions and we can definitely help you out. Uh, if you need more help, just let us know and shoot us an email and we'll get a hold of you. Oh, thank you so much, sure. guys. Two last things I want to mention too. Uh, obviously, sure. uh, don't don't worry about it. I get to teach Marty something because I don't know if he knew this. In Fantastical, Marty, you can actually type "unmute presents" every Tuesday at ten a.m. and then you don't have to go back in and make it reoccurring. It'll reoccur what? every week. There you so go. Okay. Smart enough to parse That's that. That's pretty or convenient. If if you wanted to, you can do something on a board meeting that I had that would say uh, board meeting every third Friday of the month, and it will automatically calculate that for you as well. Uh, and then okay. secondly, related to the contacts, um, if you export your contacts and then you import them, and let's say you have two of the same because, you know, personal mm -hmm. and work life do tend to merge. Right. Uh, there is now in iOS 16 an option at the top of your list of contacts that says merge duplicate contacts. And if you tap on merge duplicate duplicate contacts that will take all of the data and merge them into the uh, iCloud account that you'd prefer them to be into. And then all the data stays in sync. I did it with a, a couple of contacts that had multiple email addresses and it makes Oh, it super easy. nice. Yeah. Now, if I, if I go to hit that merge contacts now, though, would it just take out all my duplicates now as well? Or would it only have to be in the importing process? Um, it, it will take out any duplicates you have now and merge them all what? together. What? I'm going to play with that, that today. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, a it's come a long way. Yeah. Oh, for, yes, for sure. And if all you right, have questions, you like I said, email us and we'll help you out. Perfect. Alrighty. Thank you. All right. Kayla. All right. And just so you, is, okay. Oh, wait, okay. hold on. No, I didn't want to interrupt. I was just trying to tell you whenever you you are ready, when you come to Clubhouse, we do have people. So, All right, let's take a question from Clubhouse since we haven't yet. Oh, okay. Then let's go to Jeff Bishop. Jeff Bishop, Actually, how are you doing? Happy holidays. Good. Happy holidays. I just had a comment about this issue with uh, multiple Apple IDs. Um, there. The really the best way to and this probably the safest way to do this is actually to use iCloud.com. There's a couple of caveats here, though. If the um, original provider of her email, or if there was two-factor authentication enabled on that Apple ID, it could be that that she's not going to be allowed to get into that account, depending upon how that two-factor is enabled. So that could be a problem. However, if um, she can log in and if she knows the you know email address and password of the Apple ID, then the safest way to do this is actually to go in and you can you know uh, actually download and there's multiple versions of your contact list there. Uh, you can download that into a CSV file and then import it back. So there's there's a couple of ways to, to, to do that, but that's really the cleanest way as opposed to doing it on the phone and adding another Apple ID and all of that. Just mm -hmm. do it through iCloud.com. You're going to be independently doing it, whereas you know, you're not doing anything to the phone itself. You're just going to be bringing in data into your new, newly created Apple ID. That's probably going to be the safest way to do it. We've had to do this a couple of times for family members of, of our family, and it gets a little messy because there's this restriction of you know, not being able to activate uh, accounts except for every 90 days and all kinds of other restrictions and you just don't want to get into that. So the best way to do it is just go to iCloud.com. Now, 
they just did a revision of iCloud.com, so mileage may vary. <laughs> so you may need some yeah. cited assistance in using that website. But um, that's probably the safest way, and it would be the only way that I probably would attempt this. So that's all so, I had to offer. Thanks, Jeff. So, we so appreciate using, your input. Sorry. So using the iCloud.com account, um, what part of iCloud would I go into to do that? I don't want to take too much of your guys' time. I'm sorry. No problem. Um, so you, th there's I, a tool. I, I, I believe there's the a. Old... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. If do, do you know the do you know the original email address and password of the Apple ID? I sure do. Yeah. And you have access okay. to it. I, as far as I know, I sure do. I just that's okay. So critically important anymore. that you have access. Yeah. So if you go to iCloud.com in you know Google Chrome or pick right. your browser choice, doesn't matter. Pick one. Then there should be a a. a um, a tools option there that now they've they've revised this revised this so um i don't know exactly if they've reorganized the way this looks but there's an area where you can actually download your your contacts and you can restore contacts from iCloud as well so okay. it's kind of an interesting thing like if you accidentally delete a contact you can go up and say actually rest restore my contacts to the way they were two weeks ago and it will do that um, and I've had to do that myself. So, um, but no, you can actually download all your contacts and then close the browser, then take that file and bring it into your new Apple, you know, your new Apple ID. It's perfectly fine. And and if you're using a if you're using a screen reader, I just checked it out. This is a lot cleaner than it used to be. Anyways, you go. Uh, yeah, it used to be a the, real pain. Yeah, it did. Uh, open contacts application button is the first thing you'd choose on. And then um, once that opens, there's a frame that you, if on the Mac, you would interact with or just use navigation to get to the frame. And then there's a button that says uh, show actions menu button. And if you choose that, then under that menu is a select all. And so you would choose that to select all your contacts. And then you choose that uh, show actions menu button again, and then choose export. And that'll give you a variety of formats to export the data into. And I'm assuming if I'm on a PC that I'm just going to be, is there like a file option for export? Yeah. Yep. So okay. it, it looks like it's straightforward. Okay. The standard Windows rules apply. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Yep. Thank you guys That's the so safest much. Way to do it. I'll give it a go. I'll totally give it a go. That that gives me a lot of uh, a sigh of relief, actually. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, email us if you run into issues and we can help you out. Thank Merry you. Christmas, everybody. Thanks, Thank Jeff. You. We appreciate the input. All right. Should we take one more in Clubhouse? Well, the other person in Clubhouse actually spoke on Zoom, so you may want right. to go and Thanks, wait Chanel. till round two. Yeah. Let's go back to Kayla. All right. Up next, we have a phone number, and it's 619-261. That's me. That's me. It's Diane. Diane. All right. Okay. Diane, hey. how are you doing? Good. How are you? Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. So I came in late, so I don't know if this was covered or not, but my iPhone is terrible since this update. Like, I can't do... My dictation is awful. I'll say, like, open mail, and then I'll say, what do you want to know about Mila? Like, totally <laughs> ridiculous stuff. E and I have several email accounts and I'll open one account and this, it'll read for that. Say my work email will start reading a personal email and everything is just all mixed up. And I'm wondering if you guys have any solutions or suggestions. So I figured Marty would jump in here. So I'll jump in. Uh, two things that come to mind. And uh, does this happen, Diane, after you restart your phone? When you're able to restart your phone? <laughs> And that's another thing. Yeah. So, um, 
It happens all the time. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Um, what I would check. So it's reading incorrect emails, right? And, and just reading stuff that's not important. Is that correct? No. So let's say I open um, my Blindshell USA email. Okay. And uh -huh. it'll say, like, say it'll say um, Michael Babcock and then it'll say subject um, Blindshell USA. But then before I even open the email, it'll start reading text from Groupon.com, something from my inbox for my personal Gmail. Gotcha. So do you have iOS 16.2 on your phone? I, I don't know, the, honestly. I would check for updates because this is one of the bugs that was fixed with voiceover in iOS 16.2. I completely relate to what you are experiencing and check okay. for updates is my first suggestion for you. Sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check, check for updates because if you're not on 16.2, I think you'll you'll have a lot better of an experience with uh, voiceover and reading emails because yeah, that that was a pain. Yeah, definitely okay. is an issue, but it is a little bit better in 16 too. Okay, thank you. And what about the dictation? Am I the only one who's having an issue with? I think it's Siri is what the issue is. Yeah, I would suggest so this is weird, but I would suggest if it's just out there and saying things that are completely out of left field, try restarting your phone. And sometimes that actually helps kind of knock it back into a little bit of a better place. It's still not perfect, but it does help a bit. OK. All right. Thank you, guys. Yep. All right. Who do we got next? Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Happy holidays. How you doing? Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. Um, I just have a quick question. I'm looking for an accessible markdown editor on the Windows or Mac that will let me convert to HTML and PDF. And I've tried a bunch of these and I haven't found one. So I thought I'd see if you know of one. Can I jump in, Marty? Yeah, go for it. Because you said Mac, I recommend drafts. Have you played with that at all? No, I have not tried that one yet. So drafts has actions built in to specifically render um, markdown into PDF rich text format or HTML. In addition, there's a copy rich text. And so it'll copy the markdown, uh, convert it over to rich text, and then you can paste it wherever you need to as well. Uh, there is another app called marked that a lot of people, M-A-R-K-E-D, that a lot of people use. So that's okay. a, a popular one. I've used Byword in order to do especially HTML. HTML related things because yeah. uh, you can preview the markdown with command option P and that'll let you preview it in an HTML uh, uh, window. If on windows, honestly, you have two, three suggestions. There's um, uh, VS code, which would work for markdown. Um, it, it, to me, it's a little bit, a little extreme for yeah, just using so markdown. That, that's why I don't want that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, you can write markdown anywhere because it is plain text. It just won't convert it. Uh, right. Writeage for Microsoft Word is an add-on that you can use for uh -huh. uh, manipulating markdown in Word too. So Two on suggestion. The Mac, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. On the Mac, it's by Word will allow me to convert them. Uh, so yeah, Byword actually doesn't do any conversion. Byword I just use for previewing um, on the Mac. If if you need if conversion is important, I would look up. Uh, I would get drafts and use drafts um, okay. at least to get started with. Okay. 
There's also, I'm going to throw in a couple suggestions really quickly. On uh, the Mac platform, there is BB Edit made by Barebones Software. It is in the Apple Mac App Store if you want to download it there, or you can go to the Barebones website and look at it. They have two versions. One is a free version. One is the full version. I think the full version is one-time payment of 50 bucks, if I remember correctly, but the free version is more than enough for most people. It used to actually be called Text Rank. They sort of got rid of that and they just built in a free version of BB Edit and they have a full version of BB Edit. So if you're just looking for all of the basic stuff, then I would try that. One other thing I would suggest is a uh, text editor called um, Bear. And Allison Sheridan did a whole primer on that one. I believe it's $12 a year. And the thing about that one is it works on Mac, iPad, and iPhone. And so that might be an option if you're looking for something to be on the computer and on your devices. So she did a primer on that a couple of episodes ago. It was pretty good. And you can take a look at that in the App Store as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. No problem. Lastly, thank you for using Markdown. I wish more people would. It's an amazing tool. All right, who's next, Kayla? Next is Diane D. Hey, Diane. Happy holidays. How's it going? She already went. Oh, unless it's a different one. This is a different Diane. Okay. Hey, Diane. Diane Ducharme. All right. Maybe um, should we uh, go yep. to the next person? Yep. So up next would be Jewel. All right, Jewel. I know you have a comment, so go for yeah. it. Yeah. I just had a quick tip for, um, can y'all hear me okay? Yes, we can yep. hear you. Okay. I thought maybe she was interjecting because I couldn't hear me. Okay. Um, so I had a quick tip for Beth on the direct touch of the app that she was talking about. Um, this may not help with all apps. However, it helps most apps that have direct touch. If you go into settings, voiceover, rotor, and select screen recognition, Add that to your rotor. Then when you go into an app that has direct touch and no accessibility that you can tell, go to the rotor um, for screen recognition, toggle that. It'll start recognizing things on the screen most of the time. Um, so it may recognize a button or it may recognize um, some text. Um, and then you'll be able to use that app. Now, the reason you put it in, in your app and your uh, rotor is because if the app doesn't have the issue with the direct touch, you do not want that screen recognition on. So you'll want to go back in, toggle screen recognition back off for any other apps because it's very annoying otherwise and it may ruin your experience with other apps. Awesome. Thanks, Jewel. Yep. And Michael, you say button the same way I do. I think that's amazing because I've never heard anybody say it the same way. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jewel. Have a good holiday. All right, Kayla. All right. Diane have, is did, still... Did, she, got, she never got unmuted, huh? Let's check in with Clubhouse then really quick yeah. while we're waiting for Diane. And I think Diane Ducharme is the same person it that is. went before. But oh, yep. um, so in Clubhouse, our one repeat did leave, but then another one came, and that is Cindy Hewen. All right, Hi, Cindy. Cindy. How you doing? Happy holidays. And you'll need to unmute, Cindy. Okay, here I am. Yep. There you go. Um, speaking of issues with, with Siri and whatnot, um, I have an issue with my dictation because when I start, especially if I'm doing a voice, you know, doing it vocally, or even if I'm not, um, 
it will record everybody else and what they're saying, and it'll write it down in the message box. And and then I can't get, you know, I can't get it to stop doing that. Is there a way to... Yeah, you're going to have to dictate in a more quiet situation. If you're in a place where there's a lot of people, it unfortunately is going to pick up what other people saying. Now, if you're speaking directly into the microphone and you're continuously speaking, it's going to try and pick up your audio first because you're, you know, right there into the microphone. But if you stop speaking to process maybe a thought, then it's going to start picking up other people's voices if it hears other people's voices. So what I suggest is just trying to dictate in somewhat of a more quiet space if possible. Otherwise, there's not really a way to turn off everybody else in the room and only pick up your voice. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yep. Sometimes I wish there was a way to turn off other people in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Happy holidays, you too. Yeah, you too. Thanks. You have a great one. You too. Chanel, do we have anybody else in Clubhouse? Not at the moment. I will double check, though. And we're at about 49 after. Okay. All right. So, and I believe that is not the same Diane because we have three Dianes in here, actually. Did we get Diane that we're waiting on unmuted? (laughs) If you want to unmute while you're unmuting, we'll go to uh, Pam and then we'll check back in for Diane. (laughs) Yeah, I'm back. Um, okay. Very quickly, for the one who was having problems, uh, tell asking Siri to um, send an email to so and so or send a text to so and so. Now, I don't use Siri for that, but so what I'm giving is really secondhand information, but for a lot of people, it works. What you want to do is <coughs> press the button to get bring up Siri. And don't just immediately start saying text John Smith because sometimes Siri will not hear the word text and she'll just hear John Smith. And then she'll ask you, well, what do you want me to know? What do you want to know about John Smith or something like that? So what you want to do is hold the button, let let it beep, um, the first beep. And wait for a second or two before saying, while you're still holding the button, uh, wait and say, and then say, text John Smith. And that way she, he or she will understand that you want to text that person. You don't just want to know something about John Smith as if you're doing a web search. So that's the only thing I can suggest. Thanks, Pam. We appreciate the input. I don't don't do it that way, but thanks. All right. We are running out of time, so let's try and see if we can get through the last couple of people that we have here. So, Lisa G., you're up next. Lisa, happy holidays. How's it going? Hi. Happy holidays. Well, I just wanted to say I finally returned my um, old computer and recycled it. And I'm not sure if you've mentioned this before, but you can recycle it. There's a website that they can send you the website. Apple can send you the website. And um, they can send you a box so you can recycle it. You don't even have to go to the store. I happen to get a ride. But they have a system that you can just, they'll have somebody come and pick it up to recycle it. Just wanted to share that. Oh, great. Thank Thanks you so for the much tip. For the That's help. super awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great for us because we don't have to figure out how to get there. And um, thank you so much for helping me with how to, how to clear it out and clean it out before sending it in because that's really important to erase it. Thanks so much for everything. Have a great holiday and Happy New Year. See you next year. Yep, you too. Thank you very much, and thanks for the input. 
All right, well, Kayla. Ann is up next. Hey, Ann. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, How are okay. you doing? Happy holidays. Um, I got this the other night one time, but nobody knows the answer to it. Um, I reached over and picked up my phone, and the but- button, um, the home button, was like stuck, pushed in, and scared me to death. I thought, what am I supposed to do with this? And so I finally pressed it three times and voiceover came on. What what caused that? Do you know? Sometimes you just get a weird glitch. You know, the devices can act funny or do a weird thing, have a software glitch from maybe something that freaked out in the system. I would just recommend restarting your phone. A lot of times that really causes, I mean, solves a lot more problems, you know, on a restart. For whatever reason, it's just a great way to start. If you're having some, you know, wonkiness to your phone or you're having some weird glitches, just go ahead and restart. Uh, the Even other thing if I, I would- had just restarted it earlier that day doesn't matter sometimes it helps i would also check for updates and see if you have any operating system updates to make sure that you're up to the latest and greatest that will give you a lot of security and bug fixes as well as long as you're updated to the latest and greatest if you don't pick up some new ones (laughs) yeah that's the hope you know (laughs) solve one problem and get two more problems right (laughs) all right well thanks you have a great holiday all right so we have about six minutes and three hands. So up next is Beth. Hey, Beth. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like you were talking to a guy, he asked on Windows, what do you do for lists, like making lists? But how do you do it on your phone? Because it seems like somebody said there was an app you could make a grocery list. Well, you can use Apple Notes and there is a list in there option. So you can either do a bulleted list or a checkbox list. That would be the free easiest way to start is just using the built-in Apple Notes app. After that, you're going to start getting into third-party apps. So on iPhone, there's a plethora. My my phone was talking, so I didn't hear you could do opt bullet list and then what? Within the notes app on your phone, you can do bulleted lists. You can do checkbox lists, checks. Okay. Oh God, I can't speak. Sorry. Check <laughs> boxes, you know, as a list, uh, you could do that in Apple notes. That's a free way to start. If you want to try that. Otherwise there's a plethora of third-party apps that you can try in every, you know, look, design, feel, simplicity, advanced on the iPhone. So I would start with Apple notes. And then from there, if that's not good enough, uh, we can recommend some other apps, you know, come back and let us know how you uh, like Apple notes. And if that's not working, we'll give you some other recommendations to try. Okay. And thank you, Jewel, for giving me that tip for the um, uh, screen or direct touch. Yep. Yep. So, All right. Who do we okay. got next? Thanks. Thanks. Have a great one, Beth. Have a good holiday. Diane, you may un- um, go ahead. You're unmuted. You're on the phone. Okay. Uh, Rantu. Okay. This is going to have to be the last one, Rantu. So, Okay. Um, I had a problem with my uh, Android phone. I was trying to send a group SMS text message, and I was able to, uh, with some difficulty, get all the names that I wanted in the group that I was sending, the one text. And when I did that, uh, I wasn't able to find where to then type the text message. Any button I pushed started the whole thing again, mm. and uh, <clears throat> it was quite perplexing. So I didn't, I didn't send the message. It just, it was just too much. 
So we are getting close to the top of the hour. I'll give you two suggestions. Hopefully they'll help you run run to. Uh, there yeah. should have been a done button in the lower right hand corner of the add recipients option. If there wasn't, then you would need you wouldn't be able to flick to it. But you, there should be a edit box above the letter Y that you should have been able to tap on, and that would have initiated the message itself uh, to the group recipient. Okay, and Marty, uh, how do we contact you? Uh, the email is going to be unmute presents at gmail.com. You can email us there to get a hold of us and uh, we can answer whatever questions you may have. Unmute presents at, at gmail.com. Yep. And with that, Rantu, thank you for being the last question. Thank you, individuals, for listening and joining in and asking questions and participating. Uh, the participation is what makes this call the the call that it has become. Uh, next week, we will be having Michael Doys back in order to do the second part of an education series related to photography from a sight-impaired individual's perspective. Remember to check out the Unmute Presents podcast on your favorite podcast app so you can get some of the exclusive content we talked about earlier today and marty in the last minute go ahead and wrap it up yeah i just want to say happy holidays to everyone hope everyone has a great and safe holiday if you have any questions concerns comments you can email us at unmute presents at gmail.com and i also would like to thank herbie Kayla and Chanel for our team today, helping us out in the background, handling all of the background stuff. And with that, everyone have a great holiday and we will see you next week. Thanks a lot and have a good yep. one. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Yep. Bye.